0: Quantum Heresy by Avril Nord Listen, there once lived a man, a very old man. Of course he wasn't always very old, but that is the nature of time. Or sometimes it is. I am no longer quite as sure of the nature of time as I used to be, or indeed the nature of men, as the man himself may not even have been human. But that was where we found him, Earth. My work was in the archives, checking stored data. Rotation of duty means I should not have been there so long, but it happened by coincidence that my duty fell again in the archives, and then again, and again, and again until I realized, with a gradual sense of horror, that time was being re-run. I was living the same moments again and again. I was doing the same work, eating the same food, thinking the same thoughts. The Doctor tells me I am time-sensitive, or I would not have noticed. Ah, yes, the Doctor. He, too, was strange. As strange, perhaps, as the old man that we destroyed. The Doctor tells me we did not really destroy him, but it feels as though we did. The Doctor said many things I did not understand at the time, but would understand later. I was working in the archive, checking stored data. Motes of dust floated gently in the early evening light as I worked in the stillness and the quiet. The Doctor appeared from nowhere one evening in the distant dull light of the archives, as a ghost might. His eyes were piercingly bright, and for some reason he seemed strangely familiar to me. Hello again, he said. Then he walked over to me and shook my hand like an old friend. Oh, but you won't have met me yet, will you? I'm the doctor. Who are you, I wanted to ask. What are you doing in the archives? How did you get here and why did you come when only I should be here? And why do I feel I know you? and why why do i feel a growing sense of panic of danger terrible danger come on the doctor said his voice calming me he pulled me along with him are you all alone down here it seems a lonely job for a young person like yourself my duty i started to say but he suddenly said shh, shh, shh. and pulled me back against the archive wall in the shadows look he said there it was an old man shuffling forwards, muttering to himself, looking from side to side. Why had the Doctor called him It? The feeling of unease returned. What was the old man mumbling? I started forward. I had to hear what he was saying. It was important. I felt suddenly sure, perhaps the most important thing in the whole universe. But the Doctor held me back, his hand across my mouth. What a word, he hissed in my ear. The old man trudged away, still muttering to himself. The overwhelming urge to hear him ebbed away. Who was he? I asked. More of an it than a he, the doctor replied. But I told you that before. But I told you that before. But I told you that before. Time. I am working in the archive again, the place as familiar as the motes of dust that float on the early evening sunlight, peaceful in the still and the quiet. I enjoy my work. Regular, steady, important. I have always been here. Somebody appears. A man I've never seen before. Or have I? He has strange, piercing eyes. When he speaks to me, I remember him. The Doctor. But when he's gone again, I forget and carry on with my work. Many times I think I see him, but perhaps I was just remembering this time. It's easy to forget and remember. Remember and forget in the archive. Time. I was working in the archive, checking stored data. Motes of dust floated gently in the early evening light as I worked. I liked the stillness and the quiet. I shouldn't really have been here, but it seemed to be my duty again. And duty has to be done. In the silence, there was a shuffling, scraping sound. The sound of an old man's footsteps dragging through the archive. With encroaching horror, I could hear him muttering. What was he saying? It was important, I knew. I needed to hear what it was. But I was afraid. Dreadfully afraid. I felt myself drawing nearer and nearer. The old man was peering around, searching for something he couldn't see. Then, out of nowhere, another figure appeared. His eyes were piercing. He gestured, warning me to stay back. He looked familiar, but I knew I had never seen him before. Time is repeating itself, he whispered to me after the old man had trudged away. And the worst thing is that I've got caught up in it too. He sounded annoyed rather than scared, but I sensed a deeper anger in him. It's hard to remember. But I think I keep jumping into this time loop at different points until I get it right. He looked at me in a strange, distant way I didn't much care for. Of course, he said, suddenly sounding as if he despised me. You must know all this already. I felt myself getting angry too. I started to ask him to explain what he meant, but as suddenly as he'd appeared, he was gone. He was gone. He was gone. gone. Time. I was working in the archive, checking stored data. Motes of dust floated gently in the early evening light as I worked in the stillness and the quiet. I shouldn't have been there so long, but by coincidence it was my duty again. I thought about the doctor and he appeared, right there in front of me as I was eating my lunch. He looked much the same, but somehow shabbier, dustier, worn. He seemed exhausted. Doctor, I said, surprised but pleased. You're back. But he looked right past me. I need something to eat, he said. I'm ravenous. He was gaunter than I remembered him, almost haggard. I wondered where he had been. I gestured for him to help himself, and he tore into my lunch like a starving man. He looked up as he chewed. This is all taking longer than I thought, he said. I can't seem to break the time loop. We must need something else. You remembered me this time, he realized. Of course, Doctor. He did seem strange sometimes. Of course I remembered him. You would think he'd never met me before. I should hope so. You said it was vital that I did. Did I? He sounded hopeful, then patted me excitedly on the shoulder. That's wonderful. Yes, you said if we're both going to get out of here, I would have to remember everything. As I said it, I began to feel worried. There was something else that I'd forgotten. The doctor looked worried too. Panic began to rise inside me. Do you remember the old man, he whispered. Time. I worked in the archive, checking the data storage. Today I worked with a feverish intensity, as if the activity would make the time pass quicker. I knew it was just one of the days of the time loop that they passed unendingly and unchangingly. The full horror of that thought preyed on my mind almost as much as worry about where the doctor was. Had he escaped the loop and left me trapped here? Was he trapped in a different moment? It seems to me that the number of his visits had served more than one purpose. It was them that had awakened a sense of time in me, made the days seem different. My mind turns over thoughts of the old man, with his peering and his shuffling. The doctor has told me I must not approach him, despite the almost overwhelming urge to do so. Still, I wonder if that is the key to our imprisonment. If I could hear what he says, would it help us, or trap us forever? If he sees me, what would happen? Who am I? Time. The Archive sits in its dust, and its stale, weak sunshine and never-ending stasis. The data storage remains unchecked. I don't know if I ever really did my duty, checking the storage, or merely thought I did. Is this whole thing just a fakery to trap me? The old man comes past, shuffling and peering, except now he seems worse than ever. As if he cannot properly control his limbs or his vision. The compulsion to hear his words is almost overwhelming. I feel all would be right if I just walked forward. Then the doctor is there again, breaking the spell. I wonder now not who I am, but what. What What? Time. I would smash this archive if I could. I would be free of it. Frustration eats away at me like a slow death. I feel the drag of time. The motes of dust hang motionless, as if time here has truly stopped. But my mind whirls inside like a storm. I feel that if nothing will happen, I might burst, and the torrent of time will destroy me. Doctor, I cannot help speaking aloud. Where are you? I'm here. His voice is dry and cracked, but familiar. Doctor? It's time, he says. I can hear the relief. At last! I've worked it out, and finally you've remembered, haven't you? As he said those words, I realized I knew everything. The time loop, I say. It's an experiment. The old man is no man at all, the doctor says. He is a creature from another dimension, pushing into ours. His body may once have been human, but not for a long, long time. All this is just an experiment, I gasp. "'looking around at the archive that is not really an archive. "'And I... I am just part of it,' my voice falters. "'I was feeding the experiment, maintaining it.' "'You were the experiment,' the doctor says. "'But you are more than just that now. "'You became more real as the experiment progressed. "'You were made from our reality, created from raw matter.' But now, you are a living person with a mind and a will of your own. That's what life does. That is what life is. That creature, that thing, wanted to manipulate our reality. It was learning to control you, but you became real. The experiment failed. Or you could say it worked too well. I look directly at it. The thing that had seemed to me to be an old, shuffling man... ...now seems more like an emptiness. A hole in the world, in reality itself. I find I cannot bear to look at it. It begins to burn and wither and die in front of us. The Doctor looks at me. If you had tried to hear what it was saying, gone closer, touched it... ...it would have meant the creature had control in our dimension. You would have died and there would have been no stopping it. My work in the Archive wasn't real. I cling to that one miserable thing as my existence crumbled around me. It is the one thing I thought I understood. The Doctor looks at me again, but with a tender pity I have not seen in his eyes before. It's over. You are part of our reality now. Between us, we introduced real time into the loop. It broke that creature's hold. And now we can break free. Break free. Break free. Break free. Break free. And we did. Things are different now. Things can be different now. I have my own life, my own choices. It is frightening, but it is freedom. The Doctor says that is what life is all about. He also says that is the fun of it as well. I'm not sure what he means, but he says I must make the effort to find out. I will. I also know now what the Doctor meant when he said I would understand in time. He meant when I was truly living in time, the flow of real time. And I do understand, a little. Enough to know what debts the universe owes him.